She's April. And she's Molly. And, and we we're are the, the book, book besties. <laughs> I was just like dating this hot coasty guy and I was just like there for the summer. You know, it'd be cool. It'd be great if he left too. I'm kidding. Um, I'm a kind of obsessed with him and I'm sure he's going to come up on the podcast many times. She's a children's librarian at an elementary school. I know, because you're a baby. You're so young. <laughs> if you're us kids, it's never too late. And it's never too late to follow your dreams. And because neither of us say no to the other person, let's rock and roll. <laughs> so, hi all. We thought for our first episode, we should introduce ourselves and tell you all how we met. And how we became the book besties. Yeah, 100%. So uh, where do we start? At the beginning, I guess. We met at a mutual friend's house. She was having a game night. Yeah, an ex-mutual friend. <laughs> T. <laughs> I mean, yes, but... <laughs> but at the time... Anyways, I digress. <laughs> um, I believe you and I sat on... Said not friend friends couch all night and talked about books the whole night yeah i probably uh all i remember is being the only person at the party that didn't have a military id i I mean that's all we knew i mean matthew didn't anymore i mean he was a spouse by that point but most people were just you know trying to throw rank on everybody all night so it was nice to talk to somebody that wasn't trying to flop collars and i was just trying to flirt with the cute guy i came with who is now my <laughs> husband so there word you go. word <laughs> um so see, I what was year in, was that uh that was, it was in 2009 that summer it was 2009 oh, so. i hadn't even gotten pregnant with pipe livy yet yeah i know because um like a year later you i think were you you were pregnant at my wedding I, I was very pregnant at your wedding. Yeah. And then um, Liv came to Christmas at my house, her first Christmas. Oh, so. tiny little ball of nothing. She was so little then. Yeah. Oh, so little. So uh, let's see. Oh, nine. Yeah. So I was working on library school. Like I, that was my first big summer in library school. I was in only my second semester. Um, I was like head first into a bunch of books because I decided to take like YA lit that summer and children's lit and I just was reading. That had to have been fun classes. That had to be. I mean, it was great. Library school is a lot of fun. Libraries are are nerds, so we love to read. (laughs) See, my free time. Well, I didn't have free time back then. I was mom and and active duty, so yeah. The only way I got books was audiobooks. I mean, that's how I get audiobooks uh, books now. But I'd listen into work, out of work, while kids were sleeping. Like just, I had headphones in constantly but that's how i still consume now it's become a part of my everyday life yeah i actually didn't listen to audiobooks back then i really only got into audiobooks more recently um you'd think when i had like an hour-long commute when i lived in tampa that i would have like loved audiobooks but i just that really wasn't my thing um but lately so probably since i moved to virginia where i live now um uh, which was four years ago, I have been on a major audiobook kick. And so I always have two books going at one time now. So I have an audiobook and a physical book. Dude, that tweaks me out. So Piper does that. She'll yeah. have two books going at the same time, both hardcover or a hardcover and audiobook. And I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? I How can't, is there space in your brain for that? <laughs> I can't read two physical books at the same time. Like, it doesn't matter if I'm like, 
if one of them's like like high fantasy, like for example, um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and the right. other one is like a John Green novel. Like they couldn't be more opposite. Still in my head, those two cannot exist at the same time unless they're in different formats. See, and then I'm like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> I can't do that. Um, so years have gone by. Yeah, You've, we've been friends for a long time now. For a long time. So background on me. I'm from upstate New York. I grew up on the New York Pennsylvania border. I learned which, from you that there's more to New York than New York City. And I learned from you that Ohio's just not part of the it's, seven states that are right there. It's the heart of it all. It's shaped like a heart. Oh, also fun fact, April and I both have the same maiden last name. We do. And um if you're watching this on YouTube, then you can see how we look and we kind of even look alike. So I'm We've been told sure we look like sisters for sure. We, we have. So I'm pretty sure somewhere along the lines. Um, we, but, we have but like, genetic relations. Right. Yes. But like my maiden name isn't my real maiden name since like that was the name that my great grandfather who was Native American adopted. So like, who knows? <laughs> Which also, fun fact, my great great grandfather, same thing. So- I really think that somewhere if we ran like DNA or something, we're probably like cousins, even though I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. No although, idea. Although here's a fun story, and I'm probably going to embarrass my husband by saying this, but once we had a conversation of who was our hottest friends, okay? So, oh, God. So when we all lived in Texas together, so those of you that are listening, the way that Molly and I um, actually met with this party was right. when we were all stationed in Texas together. So I, can't really I was say in the I Coast Guard, was, by the way. Yeah, Coast Guard. Coast and Guard. I can't really say I was stationed there because I was just, like, dating this hot, coasty guy. And I was just, like, there for the summer, you know, to be cool. And then I, like, never left. So I just lived there. Um, so That's okay. I invited <laughs> Matt for one visit and he never left. And we're 14 <laughs> years in. <laughs> I mean, it's worked out. It's worked out it's in our fine. favor. It's I mean, been fine. It'd be um, fine. It'd be great if he left, too. I'm kidding. Yeah. So I had this conversation with Tom of who is our hottest friend. And he said you. And he's like, she looks the most like you. And I was like, well, okay, that's fair enough. <laughs> but also, uh, let's also note that Tom and I have very similar personalities. So we get under each other's skin very oh. easily. Oh, yeah. And oh, we'll yeah. yell at each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't hurt either person's feelings because we have very similar personalities. Yeah. It's true. It's true. <laughs> um, you guys are like on polar opposite ends of the spectrum when it comes politically and like my husband can be quite a troll sometimes. So, but I love him. And, he's, he's and cool. I honestly am not afraid to actually say exactly what I'm thinking back to the trolls. So. Yeah. yeah, it's true. And then there's me who's like the introvert who like doesn't like conflict. And I'm just like, can't we just all love each other? And yes, can't we, we can, but we can also yell at each other at the same time. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> so, so let's see. So, since, so okay, you go ahead. So I was just going to say, so we, Let's talk about how we got to this place where we're doing yeah, this podcast. I was going to do a quick timeline. So yeah. um, I got out after I had Livia in the end of 2000, uh, summer of 11, I got out of the Coast Guard. Which is also when I graduated from grad school. And you guys library. got married in 10, right? 2010. Mm-hmm. Yep. You guys got married in 10. Um, we stayed here. And then yes. you guys got restationed in 2013, right after we had my oldest James. Like yes, just three months later, we had to move. Yep, yep. And they got transferred up north, I believe, right? Ohio. Yeah, we Ohio. actually, which we were really excited about that because I'm from yeah. there. Right. And now you guys are in 
Virginia. We're in Virginia. He I'm is south, which is not where you are. You're in Texas. We are not south of you. Um, no, my husband's retired from the Coast Guard now. And so when he retired, he started staying home with our kids and I went back to work, which I was which very is... happy to do. Very so. happy to do. <laughs> which you guys, you've, you've never been happier, I don't think. No, you I mean, it's to... great. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, I I didn't, um, I didn't love being a stay at home mom. No offense to all you stay at home moms out there. I have so much respect. Most for of us don't love it either. <laughs> my husband is amazing at it. Um, it. It's just not my gift. I I don't. I, it's not my thing. So <laughs> after I got out, I had um, a myriad of health issues, which I actually still deal with. Which further in this, you'll learn can be a problem for me, but. I started staying home with the girls and I slowly worked on my degree, which I finished in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. All the, all the things I did, people could do in the pandemic. And I finished my bachelor's, Yay! <laughs> which my bachelor's, no, it's never too late. Hear us kids. It's never too late. And it's never too late to follow your dreams. Right. I, my bachelor's is in creative writing and English. Right. So I am slowly working on, my fiction novels, which I have eight work in progresses. That's a whole nother ball of wax. But you have one that's finished. If anybody have one that's finished. that wants to, pub- to publish Molly, she has a really cool like sci-fi. <laughs> okay, but also it has a massive timeline issue, which gave me a massive panic attack when I found uh, it. You can't be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have a lot. Anyways, so I've been writing since then um we've moved around a bit we've dealt with strikes oh my husband works in the oil and gas field industry here in texas and if you've ever dealt with a union strike you know how stressful that can be and he was on strike for 109 days that's crazy yeah yeah i mean i got a lot of yard work done let me tell you what matthew biggs was very busy during that time frame but didn't he like build a play set for your kids in the backyard he built a castle in the house for the girls <laughs> oh my with a slide oh my gosh that's crazy um so before we wrap this up and they can get a sneak peek of episode one episode two our yeah. first book fight at the yeah. end yeah let's do our top two favorite books and our yeah. top two least favorite books Oh gosh. Okay, you can never ask a librarian their favorite book. Okay, like that's just terrible. But I'll try. Um, so my favorite book of all time has not changed since I was 16 years old when I very first read it, and that was to, that is To Kill a Mockingbird. And when I was still a teacher, I taught freshmen and I taught that book. So in addition to having read it um, on my own, or well, I guess I read it for school. I then read it to teach it, and have continued to read that book over and over and over again, and have read it. I can't even, I've lost count. It's a, so many times that I've had to it's buy a new classic. copies. It's amazing. It's a classic. I'm going to go with my second favorite book being a more, more, a newer book. Newer um, book. And I'm picking this one. This author is my favorite author. Um, I'm a kind of obsessed with him and I'm sure he's going to come up on the podcast many times. Um, my favorite author is John Green and I would say Turtles Shocker. All the Way Down. Yeah, right. Shocker. <laughs> and I would say Turtles All the Way Down. Um, I love that book. Because uh, John Green has um, OCD and I have an anxiety disorder. And that book is about a girl who has OCD and like how she deals with this anxiety that she has. And I just related so hard to it. And I felt like 
it came from a real place of authenticity because he understands OCD from a personal um, perspective. Um, and so those are my top two. What are your top two? And then I'll try to come up with some. Okay. Odds. So my top two is, okay. So the first one, I'm just going to say the also trilogy. It yeah. bounces from book to book in that. Um, the characters in the All Souls trilogy, I really relate to in different ways. Mm-hmm. And um, Deborah Harkness's writing where she takes fiction and fantasy and she takes real life history mm-hmm. and throws it into those pages. Just it, it gets me and yeah. I, I get it. I, I read it every year. I'm a part of the real time reads over on the Facebook Page. And you've and met then, her, right? I've met I've met her several times. Um, I've been to con. I have a tattoo based off the series. I, That's crazy. That's awesome. It's it's. We'll talk about it because I can't shut up about it ever. And just for all of our listeners, Molly has been begging me to read the series, and I haven't yet. So I will. And I'm making it. it part of the cup. It's going to be pod. coming up. It is going to be an episode, so I have to read it. <laughs> um. And then my second is actually the proposal. I've actually really, uh, I'm going to screw her name up. Her first name's Jasmine. Her book series starts with two characters. And then the next book is a runoff uh, connecting characters and so on and so forth. And these, I've read the series. Well, I've listened to the audiobooks, but I've listened to the books several times since Mm -hmm. starting it. And it's just spectacular. Uh, Least favorites too. Um, I could not finish Fifty Shades of Grey to save my life. I wanted to, I, as a writer, I went and reached for my red Mm -hmm. pen because I Mm -hmm. needed to do some editing. No offense. If you love it, I'm happy for you. Read what you read. Read what you read. There is going to be no book shaming here. Mm -hmm. Um, None. None. And Outlander. Couldn't get into it. I love the TV series. Can't get into it to save my life. And again, again. Read what you love. Yeah, read what you love. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. So least favorite for me, I'm going to put Fifty Shades of the Grey on there as well. I actually did read the whole series. Um, oh, I that was I, really brave of you. I, well, I was working for a library at the time, and technically, since it's classified as erotica um, oh. and not just romance, we don't buy erotica. At that that's our part of our collection policy. So I was in charge of the romance section. And so I had to read them to decide, is there actually merit to us buying these? Gotcha. Eventually the popularity of them won. And so we just went ahead and bought them, but they were awful. Um, I, and again, <laughs> yes. there is no book shaming here. If None. you love that, None. please read it. Because to me, and as especially as a librarian, especially as a children's librarian, reading is reading is reading is reading. Right. So and April and I will love. tell you, we have... We don't have perfect yeah. taste. Right. Her and I have some books that people are probably going to hate. Yeah. So. The other one I would say is actually when I read this year, um, Molly and I are in a reading challenge that we also run with a whole bunch of our friends across the country. Um, they're all friends of ours. And uh, I read uh, uh, Devil in the White City. <gasps> I uh, heard that was really good. And like it has won awards and I think it might've been on Oprah's book club or something like it was picked up by all these big book clubs. I hated it. Um, I'm not a true crime novel fan at all. Like it's just not my thing. Um, and this one didn't focus on the true crime as much as it focused on all the history that went around um, so, the world's fair in Chicago. And I just was like, I just wanted, so I've I heard wanted this. to over. Like, I heard that they tried writing it like a fiction novel, but with real stuff. And because yes. it was, and they were pushing it so hard, a lot of people don't like that. 
And the author's name who escapes me right now, the author is a journalist. And so I think he was, it was like a fictional nonfiction. It was just weird. I didn't like it. And then I'm going to throw this out there because we are going to talk about this series a little later in the podcast. Um, And I think people will be shocked to know this, but um, I don't like Harry Potter. (laughs) So at this point in time, when you're listening to this episode, if you're listening to this episode, when we launch it. I've only list. I've only read one of the books. I read the first book, and I've read it. Three She's times a children's now. librarian at an elementary school, and I'm a children's librarian. So, I've, at this point in time, I've only read the first book three times. I've tried it three times, and I hated it every time. Um, I I'm going to read the whole series this summer. I have to because I have some amazing students who won a Battle of the Books contest in our town. They beat all the other elementary schools in our city and I promised them I would read the books so the audiobooks right now, are good the yes, narrator's really great on the audiobooks their narrator's great I just didn't like the story and it's not because I don't like fantasy I love fantasy I love right. it um so so but this you're is not their come key demographic again. either <laughs> well the first time I read it I wasn't even the key demographic because I was in college and so like people grew up with the Harry Potter series so we're gonna get into this later when we talk right, about Harry right. Potter but um, I was in college when Harry Potter came out, so you know I was a little older. Although I was not I mean, in college for those, I know because you're a baby. <laughs> you're so young. Uh, I actually okay. So um, my sister-in-law, a quick sidetrack. My sister-in-law the other day was complaining that she's 29 this year. Oh, and I go, and I go. She's a new sister-in-law, by the way. And I go. I didn't have any other analogy, and I go. I can see 40 from my front yard. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I'm going to be 40 this year. That's exciting. I like uh, even numbers. It, it makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, other- anyway, we got off on a sidetrack here, which as if always, you, if you become fan of this podcast, you will see that Molly and I are the kind of people that can talk forever and we can talk really fast as well. Right. So, we will so try it, to it, it won't hurt our feelings if you do duck, knock it down from the 1.0 to the yeah, 0.5. You can we'll, slow us down. Go ahead. It's okay. It's okay. Um, but speaking of that, uh, please comment. Please like us. Um, subscribe. Subscribe. We're new to this. Um, right. We are just doing this because Molly had a literal dream, a literal dream, Word. that we started a podcast called Book Besties. And when she texted me, I was like, yeah, how do we do that? Let's do it. So, And as always, I'm like, we are. okay. And because neither of us say no to the other person. No, I mean, let's we rock and roll. Yeah. So here we are. So here so, we are. Okay. So to wrap up, we're going to uh, say hasta luego, check you later. Yeah. Whatever. And uh, we're going to uh, give you a sneak peek of episode, episode two, two. Our first book fight. Yeah. Something Borrowed. Yeah. By Emily Giffen. And here's that little uh, preview for you. Bye. Bye. Ethan yeah. wanted her to move to London. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't even think she had to run away from her problems. She needed to be a grown up and face it. Like, girl, you're 30. Get your crap together. Like, Put on your I'm big sorry, girl panties. I don't have my crap together and I'm almost 40. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. Whatever, Molly. Put on your big girl panties and break up with these people. She was still going to go to their wedding and not just go to their wedding. She was going to be the maid, be the of, maid honor of honor in her wedding. Okay. She owed it to them. She owed it to them to break that relationship. Because I am I, agreeing here with you. I'm agreeing here with you. But do you remember being single? 
oh my gosh, those days are so behind me. <laughs> yes, of course I remember. Okay. But do you remember that feeling of loneliness? Yes, sure. Of course. I, I, I can still remember those days. And when it feels like your options are limited and your only option is to be the side piece, I can see her headspace. I'm not saying it's right. But, but I can her see her headspace. We're not limited. Not Agreed. Only, not only did she date Marcus, but didn't she go on a date with somebody else during the book? In, in London, yeah. And like he yeah. felt her up and all that jazz. Yeah. Yeah. But, so like, it, I think, okay, so first of all, stay and that like. That he loves her. That he loves her. She's always been always his loved first her. choice. Like be someone's first choice, not their, you know, their side piece. And which I audibly booed in the um uh, yes, I remember theater I remember because I was, I was like, so oh, mad gosh. that they ruined Ian Ethan. Yeah. And I was like, oh gosh, she's really doing that. She's booing me in the theater right now. This is what's happening. Guys, guys, you have to understand that I am an introvert. Like I'm doing this podcast because you can't like like you can't converse with me. You could see me if you're watching on YouTube and you can hear me if you're listening. But she doesn't have to read your comments. But I, I, I'm an introvert. This is not my thing. This but I will audibly thing. fight with you. Right. <laughs> but I'm like, ah. Thank you for joining us on Book Besties. Don't forget to like and subscribe. The views discussed here are those of Molly and April, not those of anyone else. Your Book Besties are Molly Biggs and April Watkins. Editing by Thomas Watkins. And the music is Sleep Sweetly by Pritica. Don't forget to follow the Book Besties on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. If you would like to contact the Book Besties, please email us at, at bookbestiespod at gmail.com. Thank you.